Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date, August 26, 2019. It's a Monday, a marvelous Monday. Uh, getting back in that school mode of getting stuff uh, rolling here and uh, a lot going on. So um, looking forward to uh, a great school year. So definitely fired up. Great seeing people again, uh, like I mentioned last podcast. Um, been reading a book. This is um, my fifth book this summer. Definitely not trying. I ain't bragging at all. I, I am uh, merely stating that fact because I'm... <laughs> I'm damn proud of myself for for reading these, uh, getting some books read uh, this summer, which is one of my major goals. And um, boy, has it made a difference! It really has. It's made a difference uh, in my confidence, uh, in the things I'm thinking of, in the ideas that are coming to me. Uh, and that's why I think it's uh, just very, very important for you to find some books um, that you can kind of connect with. Uh, and always, hopefully, the books invest in yourself. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fiction reader. Uh, there's a couple, you know, things out there that I've read fiction-wise that are great, uh, and I'll continue to look for those. But definitely, um, I'm definitely more into the leadership, self-improvement, you know, personal development type stuff because it's just so, oh, just so full of details and information and uh, great stories that um, I'm finding a lot of benefit from. To where um, I'm thinking better, feeling better, definitely trying to invest in my relationships better, um, and trying to just, you know, come up with. Other things that I'm going to be doing, plans B, C, and D, you know, as far as uh, when education is done, teaching. Uh, I think I'll always be in education some way, but uh, I'm just excited about what's next, and I hope you are too. I don't care if you're age 53 like me or age 70 or age 20. It just, uh, you know, you got to get some fired upness, if that's a word, which it is since I just created it. Uh, you got to be fired up about some stuff um, that you, that you're going for. I think every day you know, getting up excited about some things that are going on. And, of course, there's always the things that you are not excited about, but you still got to do anyways. But you realize, hey, i got to get through that crap to get to the good stuff. Like, I'm, I'm fired up about my family, about, um, hey, there's college football starting. Hey, there's, you know, basketball season coming. You know, practice tryouts coming up in a couple months. Open gyms. Uh, hey, school's starting. You know, hey, I get to see so-and-so. Um, you know, hey, we're going to plan for summer trips next year, you know, and, and you start just laying these things out that you just kind of get excited for. And uh, so I think the, the reading, when you start investing in yourself because you're going after some great stuff and you're fired up and you're happy and um, got great people in your life, it's a whole gambit of things that I've been talking about recently. That's what you want to look for. Uh, but I've been reading the book called Tribes by Seth Godin. Uh, I believe... Uh, Brandon Hanley was one that mentioned about this book a long time ago. And, uh, again, I keep getting people mentioning books uh, to me about, yeah, i got to read it. And then, hey, I found it. Um, um, actually, I found it on a discounted uh, shelf, which definitely stood out to me. Uh, so I've, I'm starting to read that. I want to get it done here in the next week or so, um, which is just some great stuff on there. Um, I think Jeremy Todd mentioned it, too, uh, about tribes. Maybe even Sam Crowley mentioned this. And it's a great book, and it's um, – God, 11 years old already? And so some of the stuff in here, he talks about, you know, not sure if Twitter's going to be around and not sure about social media and, you know, the question mark. But um, the, the more important, there's a lot, of, a lot of sections in here that are just fired up, and I wanted to share one with you. And it got me thinking about this. Um, I have a real good friend, um, Mary Stewart, Mary Heslop Stewart, uh, who I grew up with. I've known her since I was probably five, six years old. And um, she put a little request out to me um, regarding um, any uh, videos about goal setting and um, you know motivation uh, for uh, it's a class reading comprehension type stuff and 
she's a teacher also at my uh, alma mater at Catholic Central. Um, and so I'm putting something together. And this, I am very intrigued by some of the stuff that, boy, when, when she put that little uh, question out to me, and I said, yeah, let me do some checking, let me come up with something. And so either, you know, I'm going to find something for her that's already made, or better yet, I'm going to put something together for her, and I'm going to create something. And it just got me reinvigorated and fired up and uh, actually distracted. I, I, I do have to get ready for the school year here. And uh, so, again, these new ideas that are coming to me, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I wish I had more time for it. Well, you know what? I've got to create the time. I've got to find the time to do this stuff. Um, so one of the things that I came across in uh, this fantastic book, uh, about tribes from Seth Godin. You've got to go out and get it. Uh, it's on page 46. And he talks about where fear of failure is overrated. And he, and he talks about um, what people are afraid of isn't failure, it's blame, criticism, right? He goes on to say, we choose not to be remarkable because we're worried about criticism. We hesitate to create innovative movies, launch new human resource initiatives, design a menu that makes diners take notice, or give an audience, uh, or give an audience, let me say this again, or give an audacious sermon because we're worried deep down that someone will hate it and call us on it. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What a waste of money. Who's responsible for this? You can hear all the things that might come at you. And you know what? After I got done reading that and um, rereading it, underlining it, putting some stars next to it. Um, I, I see a lot of truth in that. Um, there, there's so much, oh, man, there's so many things um, that I have put off and not done um, for fear. And, um, you know, part of it is uh, looking at now this new thought of the, about why I'm afraid sometimes. It is about criticism. Um, and it's that blending of the mindset where you, you can't give a rip uh, about what other people say. You can't base your life, you can't base your decisions and choices uh, that you know deep down inside, uh, down in your heart, are good things, right? That you're passionate about, that you're excited about, that you know can help people, right? Um, making a difference. Because that's the other part of it, you guys. You know, being fired up and uh, having great things going after, it, to me, it better have something to do with helping people and making a difference and leaving um, this world a better place for you being in it, all right? You, you sure you can be fired up about making money. And, uh, man, if I sell a million of these things, oh, my God, I'm going to have X number of dollars and blah, blah, blah. You can get fired up over that, but it's, um, it, it's very hard to sustain that because when the critics do come, when the problems do happen, and they will, right, um, when things get in your way, that passion of just looking to make money isn't enough to help you get through those problems and those difficulties and those critics, right? When you have passion and you're fired up for people and things that last and things that matter and things that are making a difference and money, you know what, will probably be a byproduct of it. In other words, you come up with some great ideas and you're helping enough people get where they want to go and do what they want to do, you're going to get help too, right? Um, so that that's a byproduct of it too. But, you know, that, that criticism uh, is definitely something that's held me back. Now, I, I, you know, whether it's my family, whether it's, you know, people I know and, um, you know, people I haven't met yet, um, it, there's a lot of people out there that could criticize. But I, I guess I've spent enough time trying to, and I still need to continue doing this, um, finding that tough skin, finding that, that confidence, which, again, I've lacked in a lot of my life, um, that belief in myself. And slowly but surely, it's coming around. And thanks to great people in my life, thanks to great books that I'm reading, 
a great podcast I'm listening to, I'm finding out that, you know what, I can do this stuff. I can do the stuff that I want to do. And it, it, take, it takes a long time, I think, for some people like me, um, and maybe you're like this too, where you've got to get that belief going. And it takes a while to stoke those flames and keep them going. Oh, crap, the fire went out. You know, I've got to throw some more coal or logs or whatever. Let me get it restarted. Um, that daily motivation, that every day, not D-A-L-Y, right, D-A-I-L-Y, that daily motivation, it's just like, um, you know, Zig Ziglar says, motivation is important every day. You know, that's just like bathing. We've got to do it every day. You know, you've got to keep yourself clean. You've got to keep yourself active. You gotta, every day. You can't, oh, I'm all good now for the rest of my life. I read this book or I listened to that podcast. It's an everyday thing, you guys, okay? So this fear of failure is pretty, it's pretty powerful. He goes on to say a little bit here, uh, fear of criticism is a powerful deterrent. Okay, because, as I get my glasses back on here, because the criticism doesn't actually have to occur for the fear to set in. Watch a few people get criticized for being innovative, and it's pretty easy to convince yourself that the very same thing will happen to you if you're not careful. We've all seen that, you guys, right? We've all seen people get criticized, and then uh, we put ourselves maybe in their shoes, and, oh, boy, oh, God, I couldn't handle that. Oh, boy, oh, maybe they're right. You know, or... Remember, you see a lot more when you're on the outside of the frame than you're always seeing on the inside of the frame, right, when you're trying to see the picture, the total picture. And if we're on the outside watching other people go through this, there's lessons to be learned there, right? There's belief that, man, if I, if I had what they had, I would do it. You know, I could handle that. I could, oh, my God, it's a great idea. Well, maybe you need to tell those people that because maybe, you know, they need to hear your belief in them before they believe in themselves, you know, that's the ticket with having great people, good books, great podcasts, right? You start getting a lot more confidence. Constructive criticism, he goes on to say, of course, is terrific too. Right? It's a terrific, fantastic tool in that tool belt, right? If a critic tells you, I don't like it, or this is disappointing, he's done no good at all. In fact, quite the opposite is true. He used his power to injure without giving you any information to help you do better the next time. Worse he hasn't given those listening any data, which Nick Denault and Jeff Lipp love, by the way. He hasn't given the listeners any data with which to make a thoughtful decision on their own. Not only that, but by refusing to reveal the basis for his criticism, he's really being a coward because there's no way to challenge his opinion. Okay? And remember, this stuck out to me, and I wrote it here on the side. Um, let's see if I can read my own handwriting. True leaders... True leadership and success, um, successful people don't do this. They help others learn. In other words, true leaders, true friends, true people that have uh, been successful, that have uh, fought battles and overcome things, they reach down, put a hand out, and help people, right? They encourage. They share stories. They share encouragement. They share uh, lessons and mentoring and coaching, right? The critics are always the one making fun of people, telling you you can't do that telling, oh, I know somebody who tried that. You know, it doesn't work. But then if you just take a step back, yeah, it hurts. But if you just take a step back and say, what have you done? And you may say that verbally or you might just say it in your own head, right? Um, what have you done? Uh, what, what great things uh, have you gotten through uh, to overcome things? And, and, you know, you've produced things that have helped people and done a great job in making a difference, you know? And when you take a step back and, again, you get outside that frame of that picture and see that, you know what? Maybe that's not the people you should be listening to. And I know that's part of it for me, too. You know, listening to people that matter and that have your best interest in hand are going to give you encouragement. 
they're going to say, hey, that's a great idea. How about if you added this to it? Or maybe if you focus just on that instead of those things too. They're giving you advice, that constructive criticism, right? Because they, they come at you with love and caring, right? Um, and, I, and I love this where he goes on to talk about getting bad reviews. Um, he talks about where his book got bad reviews, but it's not enough. It's not enough to ruin my day, these critics saying that you know, the book isn't good. It's not enough to ruin my day because I realized that my book got noticed. Most people loved it. A few hated it, but by and large, most books are ignored. Okay? One bad review doesn't ruin my day because I realize it's a badge of honor. Okay? It's a badge of honor to get a bit of criticism at all. It means that I confounded expectations, that I didn't deliver the sequel or the simple practical guide that someone expected, right? It means that, in fact, I did something worth remarking on. The lesson here is this, he says. If I had written a boring book, there'd be no criticism, no conversations, right? The product and the services that get talked about are the ones that are worth talking about, okay? Isn't that crazy? That, you know, and, and I think it, uh, some of the things I got uh, out of this section, you know, and he, as he talked about challenging, so the challenge is you to contemplate your next opportunity to be boring or remarkable. It's the answer to these two questions. If I get criticized for this, will I suffer any measurable impact? Will I lose my job, get hit upside the head with a softball bat, or lose important friendships? If the only side effect of this criticism is that you will feel bad about the criticism, then you have to compare that bad feeling with the benefits you'll get from actually doing something worth doing. Ooh, let me say that one again. If the only side effect of the criticism is that you will feel bad about the criticism, then you have to compare that bad feeling with the benefits you'll get from actually doing something worth doing. Wow. Okay, being remarkable is exciting, fun, profitable, and great for your career. Feeling bad wears off. Okay, and then once you've compared the bad feeling and the benefits and you've sold yourself on taking the remarkable path, answer this one. How can I create something that critics will criticize? Isn't that great mindset? Isn't that great mindset of um, creating something bold, new, different, shocking, um, unaverage, right? Uh, something great or potentially great where somebody might criticize it? And then you realize, you know what, you're pushing the boundaries here. You're, you're getting off the, uh, the edge. You're getting outside the frame, you know, of whatever it is that you do. Right? The little note I wrote here that I wanted to tell you, the criticism won't feel as bad as not going after your dreams and goals. The regrets will hurt more. That is just, that's fat, flat out true. And you, you know how I know that? Because it's me. All right? It's me. There, there's stuff that, you know, I've been putting off and there's little pieces coming together now, you guys. Um, this podcast is a big, big part of that. Uh, it's a big piece of, of everything I'm doing, right? And, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new school year. I'm excited for these things that I'm reading and thinking about because uh, I'm being challenged, um, you know, to get out of my comfort zone. I'm being challenged to start believing in myself because if I don't, you know, i got people believing in me, right? Dr. Jeff Lipp is believes in me, right? He's a good, good buddy of mine. So are my coworkers, my students, my players, fellow coaches, right, my family, you know, I have people that believe in me. i got to start believing in myself. And, and little things like this trigger that ignition switch that, again, once you get to a point where you're starting to have new thoughts, new ideas, new feelings, right, 
getting fired up about new concepts and you can see yourself. Remember the thing I talked about uh, a couple podcasts ago? Have that conversation with your future self. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing. And I, and I like the conversations I'm having because that my future self is telling me uh, about some things now to start fixing and to start doing so that when I get to my future self, that's how I'm going to get there. You know, so this, this, uh, this image about fear and believing in yourself, guys, is huge. I don't care what it is that you want to do, right? It's something that I think is very, very powerful, okay? So, hey, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, getting in, in contact with some of you guys that want some help, want to discuss some, you know, just reach out, get to know me better. I'll get to know you better, bounce some books off each other. Uh, let me help you if I can with some coaching. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be more open than that than you ever know, okay? Uh, I, I love talking to people, and uh, there's a few people out there that have helped me, really, okay? That uh, I really hope that uh, there's a few more of you that uh, want to find out some more about some stuff that can help you, right? Uh, and these books, I'm going to put this book on my book list, okay? So coach2expectsuccess.com, there's my website, homepage, book list is on there. Please check that out. Grab any of those books. I took the top 26 off. I'm just putting books on there. It's going to be more than 26, right? And there's a whole ton of them that I've read from years ago that I probably need to reread again. Uh, Jeff Lipp and I just had a fun conversation about that. He says, dude, I've never read a book more than once. And you know what? He knows he needs to. He's hearing more and more from me and some other people that he's talked to that uh, when you go back and reread that, especially a favorite book, there's new lessons that pop out like instantaneous, right? And so he's open to that. He's, he's, he's loving the fact of him wanting to grow and do more and get better. We just had that conversation. Uh, so I do, I do need, before I put any of those old books that I've read out there, I need to reread those. But you're gone. You know, it's going to take me a long time to do that, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, I'm, I'm growing, getting better, and uh, just, I just love the fact of these things going on. And uh, So keep in touch, you guys. Find me on Facebook, coach to expect success over on Twitter at Coach2Success, over on Instagram at Coach John Daly, and again, the website I just gave you. So check those things out. Reach out. On the homepage of my website there, too, there's a comment section that can send me a direct email. Okay, that's how you can reach out and get in touch with me there too. Okay, all right, you guys, I got a lot of work to do. Okay, and I got to get to the gym on the way home here. I got to keep this up. Got to keep feeling good. All right, keep getting stuff done. Hope you guys are doing well. Keep taking care of yourselves and each other, and we'll talk again soon. See you. 